So this is my podcast and today we're doing a very special episode. As you can see, I am currently whispering into my microphone and the gain is turned all the way up because this is going to be an ASMR podcast. It is a special podcast and I've never done an ASMR episode before. So this is going to be really exciting and I hope that you guys bear with me um, because it's a little bit silly, but I also... I like to do things that um, kind of go out of the box of what you would normally find in Christianity or religious circles. And so I thought that it would be a really great idea if we read a chapter from John chapter uh, 14 and John chapter 16. I really like um, what Jesus is saying in these specific uh, chapters. And so this might be an opportunity to bring you closer to God and to bring you some relaxation and rest so i know that a lot of us might need to hear some of what is in this word and that's why i decided to do this but before i get started guys um, i'm just gonna read something real quick my little introduction this is my podcast christian progress and my name is samuel brooks and for those of you guys who don't know anything about my testimony i used to be a former gay stripper well i was a former gay stripper and so um, I left behind the homosexual lifestyle to walk with Christ. And this podcast is all about how I do it, why I do it, and to help others like me and educate those that are not like me. Um, I really want to talk um, and be real and, uh, and transparent about what a life with Jesus looks like in 2021. So nothing is off limits. Obviously, as you can see, we're really creative in this podcast. And I want to be as transparent as I possibly can be with you guys. But before we get started... I want to let everybody know that this podcast is completely free to listen to and we do accept donations and we have some awesome rewards for and gifts for those who want to become patrons of the podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast or Podbean, click on the description and you'll find the link to becoming a patron of the podcast, which means you'll be making a regular monthly commitment. And we also have my website, SamuelAbrahamBurns.com, where you can find resources to give through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. So, let's get into this. Um, as I said, I'm going to be reading from the Word of God today, and I am reading the NLT version. I thought it would be a much easier version to understand instead of the New King James Version, which I usually read and I study from. This is not any type of Bible study. It's just a reading. If I get something from the Holy Spirit that pops out, I will probably say something. So, open up your Bibles. I have my Bible right here. You can't see it. It's not on the frame, but this is what the pages of the Bible sound like. in the spirit. All right, so close your eyes. (laughs) 
God, thank you so much for this wonderful day, Lord. Thank you that you love us. Thank you, Jesus, that you're always there for us, Lord. I just pray right now that if anyone wants to encounter you, Jesus, that they would be able to encounter you in this moment, Lord. I just pray for all those who have tuned into this video and that are listening and have their ears open. Lord Father, I pray that they would be able to understand you and know you and love you, Jesus. I just pray, God, that they would have an overwhelming amount of revelation that will stem from this word and that you will speak to them in a brand new way, just like you keep speaking to me. I just pray, Lord God, that you would forgive us of any sins before we come to you and this word, and that you would wipe away those things off the sacrifice um, of, your, of your son, Jesus Christ, and that we can come blameless and guiltless and shameless before you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right. These lights are so bright. <laughs> when I opened my eyes from that prayer, I was like, I'm blind. I can't see. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, John chapter 14, verse 1. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin reading. <clears throat> Man, this kind of hurts my voice a little bit. I don't know how people do this. All right. John chapter 14, verse 1. <laughs> don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. And he's this Jesus. So, it's Jesus. Verse 2. There's more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, I would have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you always be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I am going. So I love this little part just because it gives us that promise that we can trust in Jesus Christ, that when things aren't necessarily going the way that we thought that it would go, that if we place our trust in him, that he is faithful to come back to us. He's faithful to, um, like, uh, come and get us from this world that we live in that is just, like, pure chaos. And I, and I love that because recently I've just been learning about God and about the order that he established in the garden, and now he really wants to establish that order once again within our lives. He wants to bring peace. He, and, and for us to enter into that peace and that rest, we have to really trust in him. So he said, like, trust in me just like you trust in the Father. So um, verse 5 says, No, we do not know, Lord. Thomas said, We have no idea where you are going, so how can we know the way? I told you just love Thomas. It's verse 6, Jesus told him, I am the truth, and I am the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. Excuse me, I had to burp. <laughs> Verse 7. Oh, gosh. <laughs> My voice just cracked. <laughs> uh, verse 7. <laughs> if you had really known me, you would know who my father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. I like this part specifically because I remember reading in Hebrews, which is a book that I'm currently studying um, live on Wednesday nights. So if you haven't yet... Uh, study this book with me i invite you to we're going to be in hebrews for i think like a couple more weeks but um the hebrew author talks about how jesus is the exact imprint of the father like when we look at the life of jesus and when we look at the character of jesus um he is the exact imprint of what the father looks like and i like the exact reflection of his radiance so i think that's awesome because if I ever wanted to know what the Father looks like, I could just look at the life of Jesus. And that to me is beautiful because the life of Jesus was a beautiful life where he was so compassionate and merciful and faithful to everyone around him. And um, I love that. So he reiterates that. And Philip said, 
satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father! Exclamation point. For why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me, or does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe because of the work that you have seen me do. So, Philip it doesn't really understand the concept that when he looks at Jesus, he's actually looking at the Father, which is actually a very understandable concept. I mean, I, well, something that, you know, wouldn't be easy to understand, I would say, mostly because, um, I mean, even nowadays, if you tell someone about Jesus, they're like, there's no way that Jesus is like God. It's like, seems very impossible um, because Jesus was a man, but he was also like, like a man and fully God at the same time. So he's trying to tell Philip, hey, Philip, like, if you've seen me, like, you've seen the exact reflection of the Father. And that's a little hard of a concept to understand for Philip. But, um, uh, I, I don't know if you guys heard that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm taking care of my sister's dog. So she's, like, walking around out there. I heard it. Anyways, so um, he goes, look, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. And I like this because in another one of Jesus' prayers, he says the exact same thing. He says that he wants us to be one with the Father, just like him and the Father are one. So he wants us to be one with him so that we can all be one with the Father. Like we can all be in unity together, a part of God's family. So um, the words that I speak are not of my own, but my Father lives in me. Um, just believe that I am, the I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you've seen me do. So at this point, disciples um have been walking with jesus and it's been beautiful because they've been able to see so many different miracles of all the amazing things that he's been doing he's been resurrecting people he turned water to wine um he's been healing people he's also been um what's the word um uh, like uh, uh, helping people who could not walk before to walk and um you know healing the blind and all that stuff i don't know if i said that uh verse 12 so um he's like at least believe you know at least believe uh, because of the things that you've seen me do like the miracles that you've seen me do if not if you if you can't believe my character well dang at least believe the works that i do so verse 12 he, he, he continues talk about this i tell you the truth anyone who believes in me will do the same works i have done and even greater works because i am going to be with the father you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me anything in my name and I will do it. Um, so anything that Jesus did, we also have the power to be able to do. Because if we believe in Jesus, Jesus, we step into life with him. So he lives life with us. And there's going to be even greater works. Um, because he's going to be with the Father. So he's going to be interceding for us. So I... I really like that because we think that Jesus did amazing things and he's basically telling us that we have the power to do even greater things than he did. And what those greater things are, it's not specified, um, but I've definitely, you know, I haven't seen anybody do crazy things. I mean, I've heard stories.
stories like growing up in Pentecostal churches, like, you know, third world countries of missionaries and stuff doing like really crazy stuff. But um, if Jesus said it, it's true. So if Jesus said that I, I would do even greater works than he did, then I can do those greater works. And I believe that because he's not a liar and he doesn't lie. So he's going to be with the father. So he's at one point he's going to die. So now he's just prophesied his own death um, and that he's going to go and be with the father. Um, and verse 13 kind of is taken out of context. It's like, you can ask me for anything in my name and I will do it so that the son of man can be, uh, can bring glory to the father. Yes, ask me anything in my name and I'll do it. This doesn't mean that whatever we ask Jesus, like if I want to be a millionaire, I just told Jesus, oh, I want to be a millionaire, Jesus, that he's going to do that for me. Um, what this essentially means is that um, whatever I ask in his will, um, he will be uh, faithful to uh, grant that request if it's within his will. Because remember, he actually taught us how to pray with the disciples' prayer, which is really good. for him 
and who doesn't recognize him, but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. So I love this, like Jesus associated himself with the Holy Spirit. He's saying like the Holy Spirit lives with you now, but later on, he's going to live inside of you. So Jesus, like in the life of Jesus, um, all those things, I can recognize that because of the Holy Spirit, um, because they are one, like Holy Spirit is one with the Father and the Father is one with Jesus and they are all together. So if I wanna know about the life of Jesus or I wanna know what Jesus thinks, um, or what he wants me to do all i have to do is just ask the holy spirit and so um i love that i i, I love that you know the, the, jesus doesn't ever leave us like the holy spirit doesn't ever leave us like, he's always there with us especially if we ask and i like i like what it said about the world not asking like the world doesn't have the holy spirit because the world isn't looking but as christians we are always like constantly asking and we should be constantly asking for the help of the holy spirit oh i just got a text message you may have heard that anyways <laughs> so verse 18 no i will not abandon you as orphans i will come to you and soon the world will no longer see me but you will see me um since i live you also will live when i am raised to life again you will know that i am in the, my father and you are in me and i am in you so I like that Jesus says he's not going to abandon us. Like, we're not going to be orphans because we're not orphans. Like, we have a father. We're part of a family. Um, and He was. he's going to come to us. How is he going to come to us? In the form of spirit, in the Holy Spirit, right? And then not only that, but he's also going to come for us. Like, at the uh, the um, the end of the world, basically. Uh, there's probably a better way to say that. But at the second coming. There we go. And so uh, soon the world will no longer see me. Once again, he's prophesying his death. He knows that he's going to die but you will see me since I live you also will live I love that I love that like we are not just um, like the same way that Jesus asked us to basically lay down our lives to follow him it's the same way that if I'm hidden in, in Jesus um through his death like if he dies I die I will also live because he also was resurrected so if he lives I live I, and that's my promise anyways so verse 20 when I am raised to life again you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. So, when I am raised to life again, this is after the resurrection. So, uh, three days after the resurrection, when he's raised to life, we will know. Why Why would we know that? Um, why would the disciples know that? He's talking to the disciples here. Because um, the miracle of the power of, of, of the um, victory over death. So Jesus had a victory over death, and no one can do that. Like not even the devil can do that. So when he when he uh, is a victor over death, we have absolute proof that he really is the Son of God, and that he is going to be with the Father, and that we're going to be with him. And so everything he's saying, he's like basically, like, you, you gotta trust me. Remember, we were just reading about Philip. So he's telling Philip, like, trust me. Like when you see me, you're, you see the Father's image, right? Trust me. Um, and he's saying, like, when I am resurrected. Um, it's going to be really easy for you to believe. Um, first off, he's like prophesying his own death, and then now he's prophesying his own resurrection. Like, this guy's a beast. He's amazing. <laughs> I've never described Jesus as a beast, but like in a good way. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways, so, um, you are me, I am in you. Those who accept, verse 21, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. I keep getting text messages. I'm sorry. Let me, let me put my phone on. Do not disturb. That way, if somebody calls me, I don't, I don't, it's not going to go through. Anyways, uh, those who 
those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. What are his commandments? He's not talking about the law. We're not under the law anymore. His commandments are what he talked about on the Sermon on the Mount. Um, essentially, to believe in him and to love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself, right? This is like what the Sermon on the Mount is all about and the Beatitudes and all that stuff. And of course, we're not going to be perfect in that, but we're going to want to follow in Jesus' footsteps. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit. And he's promising us the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is telling us how to live like Jesus and what convicts our heart, um, which brings godly sorrow, is the Holy Spirit. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. I love, I love that. Like, Jesus reveals himself to us, and that's how we know that he's real. Like, if you ever think about, like, your testimony, oh, you know what? Oh, the, I forgot to, like, adjust one of my lights. Anyways, so Jesus reveals himself to us. And that's why most of us follow Jesus Christ. Like, I remember when he first revealed himself to me, which was when I was at my lowest, and I was um, in my bed, like, super depressed. Excuse me, I had to burp again. Anyways, when I was at my lowest <laughs> in my bed, he revealed himself to me, he took away my depression, and I just knew that, that God was real, and that's the way that he revealed, and he's been constantly revealing himself to me, like, ever since. So, um, I will love them and reveal myself to each of them, so he's going to reveal himself uh, to his disciples, and then he's also going to reveal himself to us. Um, I am turning the page. Um, so, now, it says verse 22, Judas... Not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not the world at large? Jesus replied, all who love me, I will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. So one of the disciples like, why aren't you going to reveal yourself to like everybody? And she's like, I am going to reveal myself to everybody. I'm going to reveal myself to all who love me um, and will do what I say. And we're gonna be at home with each other. I love that. Like what? Like I can experience that feeling of home and unity with God at all times. Twenty-four. Um, anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember my words are not my own. I love that because it's like the root of disobedience is actually uh, like not loving God. And um, how do we love someone we don't trust? Of course, love and trust go hand in hand. So I have to love God and I also have to trust him and then that way I won't give in to my fleshly desires even though I have flesh and in this world like we're always gonna be sinners but in the spiritual we're born of the spirit and the spirit cannot sin so it's like this really good balance of, of, of understanding okay like I will sin but I'm not gonna practice sin because everything in me from the spirit is telling me not to sin so I have the power over those sins i have the i have the victory because of jesus christ and what he's done and the holy spirit that lives inside of me right so um remember my words are not my own so jesus is basically saying look 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 the father is the one who tells me what to say i'm one with the father and that's a powerful word from the father what am i what i am telling you is from the father who sent me verse 25 i'm telling you these things now while i am still with you but when the father sends the advocate as my representative that is the holy spirit he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything that i have told you 
also I love that like before I move on any further oh can you hear that <laughs> scratching my nose um, <laughs> he will teach you everything he will remind you of everything I have told you so the Holy Spirit is here to remind us of the life of Jesus you want to know what the life of Jesus looks like so how to interpret something in the Bible ask the Holy Spirit first obviously and then look to commentaries and teachers and stuff like that but um, the most important is to always focus on the word um, from the Holy Spirit to always ask the Holy Spirit what did Jesus mean here and what was the life of Jesus like and what are the things that I should be doing should be doing um, so 27 I am leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give oh I love that I was on the phone the other day with my friend and we were talking about meditation and he was basically telling me oh yeah like I don't think med meditation is a bad thing and I was like yeah godly meditation is a beautiful thing we should totally do that because that inspires intimacy with with the father and he was like no not with God I was like what do you mean not with God and I was and he was like yeah um like inside of yourself like meditation just looking within and being present in the moment and I was like okay well like what are you like thinking about in that moment he's like well I'm thinking about like my breath and I'm not th thinking about nothing and I was like I don't think that's a good idea and then he's like yeah because like, when you open up your mind and just like not think about anything um you make room for like peace and I was like no because that would mean that Jesus is a liar because we can't achieve peace through ourselves we can't achieve peace through anything that we can do the only way that we can achieve real peace and true rest like the Hebrew author talks about is through intimacy and through um, focusing on Jesus Christ and so I was like uh, that doesn't really sound right <laughs> and I was trying to teach him a little something and he received it which is a good thing uh, but anyway so he says and the peace I give to you is a gift that the world cannot give so we can't find peace outside of God like if you think that um, like maybe eating that slice of cake or or sexual things or you know whatever it is that you're finding peace in um, there are definitely those are the types of things that I struggle with sometimes like sexual things and um, you know lust and also just like lust goes into food as well I love food so much um, those things aren't gonna make me oh I have a hair on, on my board what the was that my hair? <laughs> anyways it <laughs> was like a really long hair I just picked from my hand oh my gosh it's still there can you guys hear that? Oh, whose hair is that? It's like a blonde hair. Can you guys see that? <laughs> Anyways, I forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah, the, basically we can't we can't achieve rest. We can't achieve peace. Um, we have to achieve that only in intimacy with Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, so don't be troubled or afraid. Um, remember what I told you I'm going away but I will come back to you again and if you really loved me you would be happy that I'm going to the father who is greater than I am I have told you these things before they happen so that when they do happen you will believe so Jesus is explaining this I mean not just to like remind them that there's hope within um, their relationships to Jesus but also to remind them that like where he's going it's gonna be a good thing that he's gonna die because going to be good for us ultimately in the long run verse 30 i don't have much time to talk to you because the ruler of this world approaches who's the ruler of the world um the ruler of the world at that time was the devil satan satan 
and he has no power over me. I love that. Ah, oh, yes, come on. He has no power. But I will do the, what the Father requires of me so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. So he's going to offer up his life, and that's why Satan doesn't have a hold over him because he has, he has victory over Satan. He is like greater than Satan. He created everything in this world. And so, all right, so I'm going to read one. I'm gonna read one more uh, paragraph, and then we can we can finish this up. Hopefully, you guys like this. If you like this, um, like the YouTube video, or wherever you're listening to, this, share it with somebody. Um, I'm trying something new, so maybe you'll like. Maybe you won't like it. Um, but uh, go to John chapter 16. For me, it's like on the same page, but I'm just rustling the papers a little bit for you guys. Oh, I also have like a highlighter. Hold on. So, so right now I am putting my highlighter like really close to my mic. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, oh, I love that. Jesus doesn't go away. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. 
and I don't know really what that looks like, what was the exchange in heaven or how that was taking place, but that's interesting to me. Verse 8, so I like, I like, <laughs> and when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness. So here, like, highlight this part. You want to highlight that because this is describing to us the, the job of the Holy Spirit. So the first thing that the Holy Spirit is going to do is that he's going to convict the world of sin. He's going to convict us of our sins um, and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment, right? So he goes on. These are the three things. So convict a sin. Um, show us God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. Verse 9. Like, don't get scared. Don't get scared. He's going to explain this. I'll explain this to you. Because I know sometimes we hear that word judgment. We're just like, this is like a bad thing. Verse 9. The world's sin is that he refuses, that he refuses to believe in me. So the Holy Spirit is going to lead us to believe in Jesus Christ, right? So if he's pointing us, like, our sins, like, helping us to see our sins, we're like, oh, man, I don't believe in Jesus in this area of my life. I want to believe Jesus in this area of my life. So that's the job of the Holy Spirit, to point you to your own sins. So you can be like, oh, I want to give this to Jesus, right? So, verse 10, righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. So how does he say righteousness is available? I don't have to worry about my sins because Jesus has already paid for my sins. He, he's gone to the Father. He's resurrected. So I have righteousness in Jesus because he's with the Father. That's amazing. So any type of sin that the Holy Spirit highlights to me, I can just be like, oh, that's amazing because Jesus is with the Father. He's already paid for that. Uh, and you will see me no more. So he's not here right now. Um, obviously. <laughs> judgment. Um, verse 11. Judgment will come because of the ruler of this world that has already been judged. So I would just, I'd highlight all those things right now. Just. show you the ways of God and its beautiful ways. So, 
all that belongs. 15, all that, oh wait, no, 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 uh, 12. There is so much more that I want to tell you. Man, I wish Jesus would have told us more, but you can't bear it now. 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Everything we want to know about truth in God is found in the Holy Spirit. And obviously through his word. Um, if you hear something that's not his word and doesn't align with God's character, that's probably not God. So just be careful. There is more than one voice in the spirit. So I want to make sure that you're listening to the Holy Spirit. Um, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. Um, he will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. And all that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So everything that's in the Father is also in the hands of Jesus. And I love that because we're given an inheritance from Jesus because we are in Jesus too. And so everything that we hear from the Holy Spirit will also be from Jesus and will be from the Father because they're all one. It's guys like Jesus is God we're all one that's what he's literally trying to say right here and so um he's like the spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me so we have a friend in the holy spirit if you need guidance if you need direction if you need conviction you know all these things just ask the holy spirit to come and be your friend um to give you the, that direction in that life um like that truth from the life of jesus read these words and ask the holy spirit to teach you and to give you direction and that's going to take time and intimacy so sit down with your bibles like you just did right now and um and be present be present with jesus um like let him speak into your life so um thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast um i'm gonna turn the page one more time for you guys and um, this is my first time doing this ASMR. If you like this ASMR, comment down below and I will do more ASMR episodes or maybe just short YouTube videos of ASMR. Um, if you want me to read, you know, some type of book of the Bible, depending on, like sometimes uh, I like to like just go out of the box and if you guys enjoy it, I will continue to make more content like it. But if you guys do not like the content, I'm obviously going to make content that you like. So, um, I always have a bunch of ideas, and to me, they're all from the Holy Spirit. So, um, I, I will make more ASMR videos if you enjoy this one. Um, and if not, then I'll just go back to making the regular videos that I make, <laughs> uh, depending on what the, I'm feeling from the Holy Spirit and from you guys as my audience. Um, I don't want to make stuff that you guys are not going to like. Anyway, so I enjoyed this. This was fun for me. Um, I enjoyed reading the Bible with you guys, and I hope that you learned something. I think the biggest takeaway from all this is, um, and what Jesus is trying to say to me is that he's always with me. He never leaves me. He never abandons me. Um, he's going to lead me into all truths. I just need to trust him, and I need to believe in him, and I need to believe that he's for me, not against me. And so um, that's the word that I got from this. And so let me just go ahead and end this out with a prayer for you guys. Um, so just go ahead and close your eyes. God, thank you so much for this beautiful word, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, um, that your mercies are on you every single day. And Lord, we want to lean into, Father, we want to lean into your spirit. We want to be able to gain wisdom and advice and direction from your spirit. Help us to understand the revelation of your life, Jesus, and who you are and how you want us to act and how you want us to follow you. 
everyone who's listening to this podcast right now, God, I just speak a blessing over them. And I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you would work your hand over their lives and that they'd be able to to feel you and to feel peace. It's said in your word that in you we can find peace that the world does not give. And so I want to find that peace in you, Holy Spirit. And I hope, Lord God, that other people can also find that peace within you at all times when we go to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Once again, I'm blinded by these lights. I have so many lights. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. And uh, we will be back with a regular episode next week. Probably a guest episode next week. So I hope you guys tune into that. Um, and